everybody. Welcome back to the Far Off Podcast. I'd like to introduce uh, the number one tenant of the bar right now, the Crickets. The Crickets are back. For those of you who are fans of the show, you will know that periodically through different seasons, we have cricket invasions into the garage. You can hear them in the background of the show. And they've almost become like a, a character, like a, a, a Greek chorus to what we're doing here in the, in the Far Out Garage. Buck Perez is to my right. Thank you, Todd. How are you? Fine. My San Pedro chorus. Oh, yes. There we go. You know, it, it, it reminds me somewhat of the Blue Bayou. At a Disneyland. Oh, when you go and when yeah, you the go restaurant. on, yeah, yeah, when you sit and love sit, that restaurant. There you go. Sit by the people that are going on Pirates of the Caribbean, and there's always like cricket shit like that. And there's the, a guy playing the banjo, yeah. and yeah. they do not sell alcohol there. I recently discovered. Really? Yeah, I had water with my dinner. Mm-hmm. There's only few places that serve the uh, serve the shit. No, you go to what you do is you go to California Adventure, and you go to Ariel's Grotto, and you have some mojitos. They actually have really good mojitos at Ariel's Grotto in California Adventure. For those of you, and I'll go there. My favorite thing, we used to have Disneyland passes, the wife and I. And we would go in, we'd go to Ariel's Grotto, we'd get a good buzz on. Nice. Yeah, right. And then we go in the tiki room. The tiki room, when you got a buzz on, is the funnest, you know, the birds start chirping and they do this kind of, uh, you know, this kind of like mid-century 60s see, stage like, kids, show. I could see kids being like scared of Todd when he's in the tiki room. Yeah! <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? That's when you know you're old, when you're getting buzzed and going in the tiki room. You're not like, let's go on Splash Mountain. You're like, no. let's sit and have a leisurely time in the air conditioning and watch yeah. singing birds. But, you know, Disneyland, there's something for everybody. This looks like fun. A bench. Yeah. <laughs> Let us sit on it. Let's sit down. Ooh, sponsored by Dole Pineapple. Yeah, you get the fucking ice cream right there, too. Yeah. Yum. Uh, so, uh, first of all, uh, f- friends, 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 listeners of the show. Oh, oh, by the way, Adam Albright, Hannah. Hello. From no. Ma- Manosterone, the website, <laughs> yeah. yes. I, I haven't quite updated that in about 18 months, but uh-huh. yes, it's still alive. And he has a he writes for The Onion, and he also has a podcast that I think the last episode up is the one I, I did with him. <laughs> yeah. Which I really liked, by the way. Did you? I thought it was it came out really good. We did a bit. I almost wanted to do the same topic on this show, but we'd be repeating it. But we did a, you're, you're looking quick, like you don't remember. It doesn't, it's been a while. Yeah. A lot of volume in between then and now. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Uh, the, the the thing was things that annoy you about your wife. <laughs> it was a great topic, and Adam and I just Sounds talked like about. I remember her. The <laughs> pains of being a married man, and uh, we went on. It was about forty five minutes or something, and it came out uh, really funny. So if you go to adamandfriends.posturus.com, there's a link. Sounds right on, on the friends of the show part of a far out podcast website on the right, and you can hear it. But I thought it was a really good show. I really liked it. Oh, intro! I, I never go back and listen to those. I just assume they're terrible. Really? Yeah, so it's nice of you, you to say that. You gotta go back. No, you gotta li- you gotta listen to it. It was really good. I, yeah. It was funny. I think anybody who was married could listen to that and be like, "Oh my god, yes, that that's relevant for my life." Mm-hmm. I thought I thought very it was- edgy humor when you poke fun of your wife. Like I think yeah. let's you know we're kind of on the cutting edge of that. Right. Uh, I <laughs> take my wife, please. <laughs> right. You old joke. Yeah. But seriously, take her. Yeah, but uh, okay, guys. Uh, Friends, uh, you can comment on our show. We have a lot of new listeners now um, from the uh, Brian Whitman podcast. Listen to uh, my show, or th- this show now. And uh, on our website, you can comment. So leave your comment, your feelings, your feedback, your criticisms, your hate, right at faroutpodcast.com. We love that. Can they share it via maybe Tumblr or a Twitter or a Zinku? Mm. What's this? Zinku chicken? I don't know. Maybe they have a social network nowadays. Zinku Zinku. <laughs> Uh, uh, like a half and half meal. Wasn't there's a, a, <laughs> whenever you see like something you can share, it's like Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and then there's like four other social networks I've never heard of. Yeah, like, like Dig or you know, I don't know. I've heard of Dig, but there's one that sounds just like Zinku, but Zinko? not sure. Zusk? 
Not Zeus. That's a dating site. Yeah. Zynga. No, that provides my mobile gaming. So my wife works out. Speaking of wives, <laughs> my wife works out like four times a week. Right. She she has a personal trainer who's a friend of hers wow. that she goes to see about four times a week. She wakes up early. She takes the dog, and uh, she goes and she works out four times a week. I have only been in a gym once in my life. I don't work out. I drink a lot of beer. Shocking. Yeah, no, you wouldn't you don't you don't you don't see this physique and think this guy is hitting the gym? No. But my wife is my wife is making me No. She's she's really pushing hard now because I guess she doesn't want me to die and she wants me to have rock hard abs or something. Well, she's an avid person. She goes to the gym, right? Yeah, and she's pretty you know, she's in pretty good <laughs> she shape. She has right? a membership. Well right? no, well she well no, she has a personal trainer she goes to. Oh. So it's a bit different. Who's this dude that she goes to exactly. four times that, a week? That's why I put the uh, diary down right there, my friend. Yeah, let's, let's look uh, at her diary. Let's look at this. So no, it's a chick though. It's a chick, and she's oh, very close. Yeah, yeah. It's very even pretty hotter. So she's Portuguese, but um, so it's a wild thing, uh, lesbian thing. Going yeah, on. you're right. Yeah, that's I'd be into that. On. Yeah, yeah. Me too. No, Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Your wife does she does she go to the gym? Does she have a trainer? Well, is, she, oh, is she a lesbian? <laughs> no. <laughs> your, your wife swapping on the show right now? What's going on? Is yeah, this what's happening before my eyes? Adam, have a beer. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds great. Here, give me one. Uh my wife goes to the gym once a week. I just want to be there when this happens. And she's been to a strip club twice. And both in her whole life. In front of me. So I don't know what she does when she's supposedly working till mm. two in the morning mm. and comes back smelling like a stripper. I have no idea. There's mm. glitter all over herself. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, the funny thing, I went to, I, w- I was in Vegas with my wife uh, like two, uh, you know, two weeks ago and we were on break and there's a bunch of buddies from out of town from Pennsylvania who were here and they wanted to go to a strip club. Yikes. And I, I was forced. <laughs> but I, I told my wife, you know, because she went back to the hotel and went to bed because she didn't want to deal with hanging out with a bunch of, you know, drunk dudes all night. And uh, she was like, and I, I was like, I went to the strip club and the next day. She was like, so what'd you guys do? I was like, we went to the club. <laughs> and she was like, all right, well, thanks for telling me. It's cool that you tell me. You go to the, the strip club and you, you, you don't lie. And um, as long as you don't get any lap dances, uh, we're good to go. And... I had a good time at the strip club. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened. That's no, what, what happened. no, I'm just saying I had a good time at the strip club. Interesting thing though, when I walked into the club, there was a girl that greeted me right at the door. Like there was like the the, the four other guys I was with, right? One that owes me money, but I'll get into that later. And uh, I walked in the door, and then the, the, this girl grabbed me by the hand and said, "Let me give you a tour." And oh. I said, "Why not?" Because yeah. it's one of those Vegas strip clubs, which is like a Barnes and Noble. There's like four different stores and different area, you know, floor floors and all this stuff. Yeah. Nice. So she took me on a walk, and then I was talking to her. I go, y- "You grabbed my hand because you knew I liked you." Because she was kind of nerdy cute. Uh-huh. And she saw me. She's like, nerd dude. That's nice. The strippers have got to know what kind of guys go for them. I'm sure there's like some big ass girls there that certain guys go for. There's like the kind of nerdy. They're profiling you. Yeah. Dude, I got stripper profiled. Yeah. They're, they're fucking doing you like, you know, Al-Qaeda. What? Now, was, <laughs> this, up and down. was this um like, were they wearing all clothes, like in bikinis? Or was it topless? Or was it the it full? It was like a topless. It was like a topless joint. But I find the, those a little less creepy than, like, the fully nude. I agree. Yeah. It's because, you know what? The vagina, I feel like it's kind of, you know, they say the human mouth has the most germs. I feel just, like, exposed vagina everywhere is probably not that good of a thing. Don't I mean, don't label me gay. But I'm just saying that, like, a lot of just, like, open, like, there's a lot of... More, like you know what I'm saying? If I've had a lap dance from a woman with no pa- and no pants on, and she was like grinding on me, I, I feel that wouldn't be 
sanitary in a, like you know if it was a sexual encounter with a girl it's fine but if I had like pants on and you're, there's like naked you know you're worried about the hygiene I'm, well the, I mean the I'm, hygiene factor I'm not OCD but you know you, know, you get what I'm it saying it doesn't yeah, sound like you, you are if you test the air quality of an alt nude strip club yeah I'm sure there'd be much different particles if I could check black- the air in there yeah just like yeah, put your thumb up in that shit yeah that's if not could, good if I could black light the air yeah. oof. I'm sure the EPA had some air black light like there is a lot of police in the air right now, guys. <laughs> what you gonna see? But anyway, so the you know the wife's saying, you know, Todd, you gotta go to the gym. Ouch! You, you gotta go to the gym. That's... And I was like, uh, well, I mean, she doesn't. It's not like I look horrible, mm. but you know, I, maybe she wants to extend my life. It might mean that she actually loves me. Mm-hmm. Now, why doesn't she say, Todd, you need to go to the personal trainer with me? Um, it's, see, she wants you to do this independent. I've already aced that out. I've already aced that out. Because whenever, whenever it's at the same time when we can go, it's like a Saturday morning. I'm usually hungover. Yeah. And I'm like, because I, I, I almost vomited one time. She took me to the this is <laughs> This is what she wants to change about you, I think. <laughs> I was hungover. I think her attempt to deal with your substance abuse issues. Did this fight or did this <laughs> argument take place on a Saturday morning? <laughs> I don't have a problem. It took place just, on a Saturday. I don't dude. think it has anything to do with your physique. <laughs> Everything to do with your crushing, you debilitating. Addiction disease. My addiction disease. <laughs> that you are ruining people's lives that love you. I almost I, I oh threw up gosh, because deep episode. I, I, I showed up hungover with a Starbucks <laughs> yeah. and like if you work hard on an empty stomach with a, like a with a venti red eye yeah. and your stomach like you're gonna like That's some. Recipe for disaster, my friend. And I'm not very coordinated, so I, I have. Did she buy the excuse that you're vomiting because you got? <laughs> Starbucks. We're not going to get into my wife's codependency <laughs> issues, okay? Yeah, she does. She codependent. We're not going to get into that. It's like this one commercial I saw where the kid like is literally taking pills in front of his mom, and she doesn't do anything, and they're like, denial is your drug. You know, that's the yeah, mom's right. drug, denial. Right, like, Todd's like, oh, he's taking so many pills, he must be hungry. Like, this is more food. Oh. <laughs> well, but what I'm saying, so I, I made up a list of excuses. I think I'm going to push on the wife to make sure that I don't get a membership to the 24-hour fitness in Lakewood. Why? 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 I don't know. I think me and you need to have some kind of biggest loser, like literally loser. <laughs> like just, who's the biggest loser? Like literal loser. Like as far as working out, because I'd like to see who's more svelte and more in shape. Because I get I get shit about not being in shape a lot. But we're about believe the same it or not, body. I think you look terrific. Believe it, thank you. Yeah, as I'm sweating bullets under the neon right here. That's how we lose weight here in this sauna. It's 95 <laughs> degrees in the garage. But you know, so I, I have a list of reasons why I'm not going to the gym. Now, Adam, you go to the gym, so I'd like to hear about your gym experience after I go through my excuses. Okay. All right. Well, these aren't excuses. These are reasons. I'm sorry. Right. Right. And do they double as reasons why you're not going to quit drinking? Because I don't have a problem. That's why I'm not quitting drinking. That's a, Jesus. Number Christ. one reason. Number one. Why are you trying to? Because I don't have a problem. You, you like the number two is I'm fine. All right, what, fuck off. You, you wouldn't number hang two out. Is fuck off. You guys wouldn't hang out with me if I was sober. No, I've been with you sober. It sucks. I, yeah, I would lose all my friends. <laughs> I'm not time. saying. <laughs> yeah. It's not that Todd was sober. He was dry, which is way worse. <laughs> well, that's bad. So, um, <laughs> take a swing of another damaging effect from his alcohol abuse. All right, so it's literally entire- like airplane, and that's where my drinking problem started. <laughs> I do drink way too much. I was really hungover this morning. I had so many Seagram's iced tea vodkas, and uh, is that your drink, or was that like just you just stumbled upon it and didn't stop? Every drink is my drink. Adam. <laughs> your drink is my drink. 
Uh, everything but Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Oh, I, I am horrible. with you on that. What is up mm. with people in Bloody Marys? Dude, I don't get it. It's always like, you know what? You know who drinks Bloody Marys? Who? People who don't drink. Ooh. <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, no, I, mean, I guess the six, six in the morning crowd at the Snug Harbor up the street, those are <laughs> right. alcoholics. But it's always guys like, you know what? Tomorrow, man, we're going to wake up, dude. We're going to be hung over, and then we're going to have some Bloody Marys with some celery and some horseradish. Like, a Bloody Mary is basically what I cooked when I was five years old and I didn't yeah. know how to combine foods. Right, like, you know, when you were sick. The originator of the Bloody Mary was like the guy who discovered LSD. Like, he was screwing around with acids and bases and then got really high on a bike ride. The guy who discovered the Bloody Mary was like... Uh, a five-year-old who had oh, tomato juice. What's available? What's this clear bottle over here my parents have? And you know what this needs? Celery, pepper, and Tabasco sauce. It's horrible. It's, Gross. It's terrible. The it's only horrible. time I've had a Bloody Mary ever is going to Catalina Island. Because okay. for some reason, people on the boat Damn, going world, over to Catalina. World they, traveler they over know, here. They know how to make a Bloody Mary. I have no idea why. Was it good? Yes. Every time you go from Pedro to Catalina... Have a bloody mouth. There's a, oh, there's a new, new drink you. I've seen people order. Have it you seen it? They, they call it a bloody beer, and it's like a Coors Light like or some chilada. shit with like chilada. Yeah. Oh, that's what. Like clamato, clamato juice oh, or tomato God. juice. Yep. So Jared we, drinks those. Oh, really? He also drinks Bloody Marys at dinner. Yeah, Jared has a weird crazy. a friend of ours. He's a, he, his, he was at our house and he was doing chiladas, and I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, actually, a quick aside, we we're hanging out. We we're looking for drinks. We we're hanging out like outside this bar that closed. Yeah, and we asked like the local busboy, uh, and we we're like, one, someone wanted a pack of smokes, and we're like, can you get us three beers? So he, and so I give him forty bucks. I'm the only one who have cash. Forty bucks. I'm the only one who have cash on me. I'm like the beers. I'm like twelve bucks, whatever. Um, it was way too much. Yeah. So he comes back. He tosses the pack of cigarettes to the girl, and he has this bag of beer, and he keeps walking. And I'm like, what are you doing? So I have to chase him down. I have to yell at him. I'm like, these are our beers. And we didn't make $40 for cigarettes. For you. Yeah. For you to get beers. So then I steal the beers, and they're Clamatas, which, as you reference, are the grossest thing in the world. Right. So I felt bad because we each had three sips of each Clamata and like left them there. It's, a, even open it's one. an acquired taste. Well, okay, well, clamato is clam juice and tomato, right? It's like tomato yes. juice with fucking clam in it. Cl- clam flavoring. That's a horrible flavor. <laughs> clam flavor. It's like, I want, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put some vodka in my clam chowder and chug that shit down. Yeah. My it's, buddy Miguel drinks that. He loves it's it. It's called chilada, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, That's the same thing as a clamato? Clamato is like the juice that they use in the drink. Ugh. So it's a brand, like you can make clamato juice with anything. I'm not going to. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but also the problem is as an alcoholic, you're watering down the beer. Because already you have like a beer that's like, yeah, you know, you know 4%. Right. If it's a Bud Light, you know, two and a half. And then you're, you're, you're juicing it down with the clamato. So gross. It's like you're never going to get drunk. And then you're going to get diarrhea from the clams. Yeah, that's true. That's this, all I'm saying. This is a drunken Baracho's like invention right here. No, yeah, that, yeah, that, <laughs> no sober man. <laughs> he just fucking came up with that shit. So I got some excuses for my wife as here to why go. I'm not hitting the gym, and one of them is because I'm, I have a Clamato Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking chalada. First reason why I don't I don't want to get a gym membership is because I have to have conversations with other people about going to the gym. Nice. I base all my decisions on life about what kind of conversations I'll be forced into. And I don't want to be the guy who goes to the gym and tells everybody about it on Facebook. Mm. Oh, my God. So tired. I felt the burn today. I just checked in at Body Rock. Yeah. I'm fucking rocking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my paleo shit yeah. right now. Yeah. Mm. I just lifted a telephone pole and ate nothing but meat and vegetables. I just checked in UFC gym. Right. What you want? Why are yeah. you guys both doing black voices? 
That's not my black voice. I wasn't. It was like a bro voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like black voices to me. That was the equivalent of blackface oh, right there. Man. Radio blackface we just <laughs> well, saw. We, we talked a lot about blackface on this show lately. <laughs> well, in fact, uh, this is still Radioland. You you must be accustomed to it. It's our second show. Todd isn't blackface right now. It's just part of the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've, we've tried to, you know, stamp it down, but the... Well, it, it just good. comes out. Yeah, I feel the funnier. Lips, the lips, the, 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 everyone really comments on the lips. Yeah. Yes, well, the question, goes. the question is always, am I going to just the white lips <laughs> right. or the red? Oh. Because blackface can go either way. Mm-hmm. But I do feel funnier in blackface because I feel like white people aren't as funny as black people. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're way straight, straighter edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, when when we are sitting down, it's more like a lethal weapon. Like, I feel you're kind of like a Daddy Glover. Yeah. I am the Mel Gibson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He is too old I'm, for this shit. I'm just, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's near retirement on this. <laughs> and I'm just here fucking it up. Yeah. Two weeks terrible. from retirement, Buck. <laughs> I was going to retire from this podcast two weeks ago. And then now I'm still sitting here. No. <laughs> Rudy not, Theo. That's not Danny Glover at all. No. Jello pudding. Uh, no. That's not Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my Bill Cosby, I've always said, is a bad oh, Richard man. Pryor impersonator. Oh, yeah. Okay, I apologize. And the bitch pissed. <laughs> All right. So I don't, I don't want to have conversations about, about going to the gym. Um, n- the next thing is uh, naked dudes in the locker room. Oh. Now, no. Adam. Yes. Now, Adam. Yeah. You, you've been to the gym many times. and Obviously. Look at me. Now, do you go and do you, do you shower when you get home or do you shower with dudes? You know, I never shower there. I hate the naked thing. I'm with you on that. Good. Um, but sometimes I will hit the hot tub that's at my gym. And for that, I have to switch into my swim trunks from my workout pants. Okay. Are there guys in the hot tub buck naked? I'm, no, no, I'm no. assuming this is happening. No, it's actually a co-ed hot tub. So it's Ooh. actually pretty sweet. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is a check in the pro going to the gym. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah right. And it's next to the swimming pool. So you get chicks and bikinis and that's what, yeah. It gets me there. But, so my point is, there is a point where this I have to... This sounds like the orgy room. What <laughs> is this? It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sometimes there's hairs floating in the hot tub, <laughs> and that part is really gross, and you try to splash it out. But, anyway, so I know you're saying, normally I'm the type of dude that would never get naked in public, but yeah. I, there's like this split second where I have like the towel around the waist, and I try to drop the pants and try to put the swim trunks on real quick and you do it, but my foot gets caught and both the holes. And, and the next thing you know, I'm like, I'm like fully exposed for eight seconds, but nobody cares. But, but you're I'm bent ugly. over and you're showing butthole. Because no. <laughs> oh. I, I always have a fear is one thing showing my butt, which I'm not that uncomfortable about, but I want no one to see the hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that's, you know, like my dog walks around, I look at his butthole all day and I'm like, oh my God, it's doggy starfish. But hmm. I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'd feel weird. Like, you know, even the people, like even to my wife, I'd feel weird showing the hole you know like uh, yeah i don't know what circumstance that would get to where that would happen mm, good point yeah. so have you have you seen good looking women in the uh i have the hot yeah. Tub? yeah and sometimes you get there and you're sitting in the hot tub and you're watching the chicks do laps in the pool and you're like are they gonna be a hot tub chick you know and they never are but sometimes there are there's that <laughs> there's that guy move where you just hope yeah will she get close to me right, right. I, I have this experience on the 405 every day where like i'll i'll here, the weirdest thing that happens in in, in traffic is i'll see a, a, a cute looking girl right around like you know manhattan beach exit like off the 405 right. and and i'll be looking to my right and i'll be like oh she's cute and then she'll drive forward and this instinctual thing is i'll look around i'll look at the bumper of the car oh like i'm checking out the girl's because i'm right. an ass man and so mm-hmm. i immediately the eyes go to the ass mm-hmm. i will see a girl I have dated women, have no idea their cup size like five dates in unless I had, unless I, I made with them because I would just 
so fixated on the butt. You you're are a true man. butt man. Huh? Yeah. I always find that interesting because I'm a huge, anyone who knows me, I'm a huge butt man and I don't really care what the rest of you look like. I'm a titty guy. Yeah? Titty guy. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I'm it, talking about. It is a choice in life that you make as a man. I, I never made a choice. It's yeah. like being gay or not or straight. Right. Like I never chose to like booty. It was just like at some point like 12, Jennifer Hall in sixth grade PE who had like the hose skirt. Remember they used to have, it's coming back by the way, like the, the hose skirt in the 90s which is like the the, the tube, they I don't know what they're. I'm sure every woman knows what they're called, but it's like a tube, and it's like black and it's tight, and it's not like it's not like an underwear or like a short. It's just like a. a, a, a don't a, know what you're talking about. I don't know either. Yeah. The hose skirt. I think about what would a kind of skirt would a woman be wearing in a two live crew video. Hoe cake. Hose guy too. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Was that on our show? That was Robert Townsend. That was Hollywood Shuffle. We were talking oh about hoe cake on the it's show the, once. Yeah, well, we did talk about hoe cake. Yeah. Robert Townsend was doing nights on KFI I the other night, filling in for Tim Conway. Wasn't he wasn't that, that great. It wasn't. He Hollywood kept talking about his kids and shit like that. Yeah. Kids. Yeah, Hollywood stuff. I haven't seen that since I was like a kid. That was amazing. That was yeah, awesome. Robert Townsend was like on his way to being like the new Richard Pryor. And, and the only way just, I say that is because he was also black. But like, ooh, yeah. And wow. then he did Meteor Man. Ooh, that sounds good. What's that about? And Leonard Part Six. No, wait, that was Bill Cosby. That was, that was Bill Cosby. But but okay, she, she had a hose skirt on, so I, I realized I was an ass man at that point in life. Ah. Is, is 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 what I when, when did you realize, Adam, that you were indeed an ass man? No, I'm not an ass man. I'm a boob man. Anyone who knows me, I'm a huge butt man, and I don't really care what the rest of you look like. I'm a titty guy. Anyone who knows me, I'm a huge butt man, and I don't really care what the rest of you look like. I'm a titty guy. I thought you said you were an ass man. No, I said you were an ass man. So we have two boob guys and one ass man yeah. in the room. Yeah. All right. But the first time I realized it, I don't know. Probably the first time I saw some boobs. I was going to say, first Playboy <laughs> first Playboy I ever saw. Well, I was thinking my mom, but yeah. But, but I mean, I mean when, <laughs> Look at this guy. when you realize you're a boob man, like that's kind of com- that's a little more common, I feel, than the sure, ass sure. man. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I feel the boob is a little more lowbrow than the ass. I'm just being honest. It's kind of like, it's what? like, oh. Oh, okay. It's like Everyone. the difference between oh I'm a graphic artist and the guy's like I'm an ac- abstract painter. The the you know the, the the ass man is like an abstract painter and the boob guy is like like hey, you know I I, I feel an everyday that, moron. Yes yes yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, but, and you can fight me on this, but I think when you have we were way off topic today, but <laughs> when a woman has a nice butt on her, it it clears up like if you could just see a cute butt on somebody, she's gonna have nice legs, she's gonna have a nice stomach, it's gonna be good all around, right? A woman could have nice boobs and be a disaster all throughout the rest of the body. That's what's great about being a boob guy. A much greater percentage of women are attractive to you. Attracting to you? Attracting? And that's why I say no. it's lowbrow. Attractive? Because attractive. it's lowest attractive. common denominator. It's America's funniest home videos, sexually, um, you know? Boo- being an ass guy is one step from being a gay guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at this. I'm not into so, the... <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Kim Kardashian, though. Really hot to you. I, yeah, I like him, Kardashian. Well, she's really hot to me because of the boobs. Oh. That's what I'm so, saying. Jesus. Let's shake hands and agree, Adam. <laughs> this is, this is a monumental. They're signing a treaty right, right now. We just, <laughs> crazy. we just signed the great boob and ass man <laughs> civil the war. The sexual creepy amazing. diagram. Yeah, we that found where we overlap. We found... Oh. Her ass is fucking huge now, though. I is it? Oh, ah, I yeah. wouldn't notice. Jesus. Of previous You're just reasons. looking out the front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's all right And like, there's there. less ways to like accentuize... Accentuate. I keep saying words Ex- that don't exist. Accessorize or accentuate. My point being is that if you're into boobs, like you can get like an outfit with a lot of cleavage, or like a see-through shirt, or like certain ones that pump it up. There's a lot of different ways of making boobs look cool. But like, what? Ask me. I mean, are you getting excited? Different type of like pants he wears. Hosker. Listen that, to him. And that never made any sense to me. I don't, I don't know what that I've is. I've never heard that either. I think he just made it up. Hosker. 
Yeah, I made it up. <laughs> no, I told my wife one day we were in uh, we were in Lakewood Mall and I saw a girl in a host skirt and I'm like, host skirts making a comeback. <laughs> and then my wife, my wife knew exactly what I was talking about. She may be in Cosmo or OK or Look Magazine, whatever she's reading. They don't talk about it, but. Um, I mean, is host skirt, is okay. that like a joke, like like a horse skirt, or is that actually like it's like a H O S E skirt? No. Hose, no ho, ho. So you are you're okay. You're using the pejorative <laughs> yeah. for yeah. women, which I'm not a fan yeah. of. But also to to keep off topic, the in, the but I I will give this to the boob man. I will give you guys a point here. Being a boob scoper outer is way more dangerous than an ass man because an ass man you're looking at them from behind, right? If you're a boob man. She knows when you're looking at her boobs. Right. Like a woman knows. Like I guess can't. it depends on which way the crowd's moving. Because like if the, you're like if the, she's walking towards you, I can check out the boobs with my sunglasses. You have to actually crane your head around, which is way more obvious. Oh, mm. No, but but she doesn't see it. Everybody else knows I look at her. But <laughs> you know. But let's say you're at a cocktail party. Oh. And and somebody walks up you never met before, and she has nice boobs, and she's sitting right next to you. Yeah. You're fucked. But you, but no, but you you have to do the eye thing where that you're you're making eye contact with her. Then you dip down, just look at the titty for a right, second, yeah. and then you evaluate. Yeah, well, no, you glance out the floor, hesitate for a second at the boobs, and then you hit the floor, and you go back at the face, and it doesn't work because they obviously see what you just did. I know, and then you get caught. Right. Next problem with uh, me going to the gym is roid pushers. Uh, like yeah. I don't want to be in the locker room and have a guy trying to sell me steroids. Does that happen to you? Your one time I, in the gym? I, I I went there once, but I don't know. I'm just assuming that there's guys that are like... You think it's rampant? I think it's rampant in the yeah. gym. Where else are they going to... If you're a drug dealer, like, if you're a Coke dealer in Long Beach, you hang outside the Red Room and all, everybody buys Coke off you. If you're selling roids, you're going to be at the you know over by the Target over here at the 24-hour fitness and being like, hey, dude, you're not looking too buff. <laughs> and then you start using these weird sales techniques where you're like... I could, Do you think your wife likes how you're looking right now? I see you're a married man. I can see you going down that... Carrot top path. I, who knows? You know, I hit an age in my life where I became not afraid of doing any drugs. So if someone gave me fucking steroids, I would do it. Like I think like those like you know if I got the back knee or like you know I accidentally killed my wife in a rage, I'd cut it <laughs> off. But like it'd be pretty cool to be buff for a while. Yeah, but no, no, you couldn't cut it off because then you'd be single, <laughs> and then you'd have to look good for all the ladies. You know, yeah, that's true. And, and it would be funny though if you showed up to my house one time like Adam is roided out, roided and they were out. just like, "So we're doing this topic here. So uh, we're talking about writing for the onion." You're like, "Ah, oh, brains." You know. <laughs> so I'm afraid of the roid pushers because also I'm like you. I'm like, "Oh, drugs. All right, sounds good. Right, let's do it." Yeah. I was talking to the Whitman podcast the other day. Somebody somebody busted out a bindle of meth on me the other day at the the local dive bar. What? Wait, they offered you meth? Is that what you were saying? The guy pulled out a bag of meth out <laughs> yeah, of his pocket. Fuck? He's like, look what I got. He first asked me if I was a cop, but I already told the story in the other show, so I won't get into it. But okay. listen to the Brian Whitman podcast here, this stuff. But, here is business beating the deck. For far out pictures, videos, hours of bonus material, or to subscribe, go to faroutpodcast.com. It's on the internet. One more time. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. Try this at home, and I'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Another reason I don't go to the gym is because I don't know how to use the equipment. Yeah. I just look at it, I just stare at it, and I'm like... I don't know how to use you. Like I, I feel like I do it backwards. Like where the feet go, I put my hands. Like I'd be, I'd be like the eighty-five-year-old Japanese woman who's never been to America who stands on the toilet versus sitting on it. You know, like I, I, I wouldn't know what to do. You know, and that could lead to serious injury. Yeah. And another problem is 
Um, lots of people go in there and they lift weights, right? <clears throat> to me, w- to me, weights are heavy. Can I? Okay, if I if I if I, when I lift weights, I get it hurts and I get sore. Can I mention a problem that I'm just seeing? Yeah, and this is just uh, just friend to friend, fashionable. I, I I think you you would be uncomfortable with the gym uh, wardrobe. I I think you know this okay. is your attire right here, right? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I have a Kinks shirt on and some like, cargo shorts, like pants. So you you wear what? Uh, Bike, yeah. biker pants. That's biker, what I'm saying. Ho- you, you would have to get you would have to get some biker oh, pants, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, you would have to get some biker pants. Well, but then but then I'd have to reveal my bulge because mm. you know what I'm saying, and yeah. that's always weird because you know it's it's, it's kind of like Dale Dribble or something. To, uh, that's what it'd be like. To, to, to catch the reference, Dale Dribble. Yeah, what is that? King about? of the Hill, man. Yeah. Oh. No, come on. Two, it's in reruns. I'm sorry. It's a television program. Oh my god! Why don't we just keep whispering? Here we go. Why don't well, we just make sure no one can hear we, this? Why don't we? Is it on why don't Vimeo? we kill the? We, we don't even try to kill, kill the crickets anymore, do Dude, we? I can't. <laughs> we, just there's it nothing over. we can do. There's, there's nothing. We, maybe that before the to, next show, we we'll, used to throw shit at them, but no. <laughs> I'm done not anymore. I'm done. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so I'm I'm confused with the, uh, the with the equipment, and then uh, finally, I'm afraid of the window. The 24-hour fitness oh, over yeah. here, they have that window where everybody in the parking lot and, and, and the, the what are those things people run on, what do they call those? Treadmills. treadmills. Okay. And uh, they, they, they run on the treadmills, and then you, you, you watch them on the treadmill right in front of everybody. There's like a parking lot for a 1,000 cars in front of it. Uh, Every time I drive by, I always judge the people on the treadmills. Yeah, yeah right? I always look at them in judgment. Where are I, you going? Nowhere. Well, I usually... I, I, I usually <laughs> the lack of progress is your problem, Adam? <laughs> That's what I'll think next yeah, time. Right. Yeah, with, with a cigarette. <laughs> Just fucking, what are your, where are you fuckers going? Yeah. It may say three miles, but you ain't gone nowhere, yeah. motherfucker. 5.5 haven't got you anywhere. I will say with the lifting weights, I had this really uh, good-looking friend that all my female friends, including my wife, like are in love with because he's oh. like super hot. Dick. So he takes me to the gym. And like he shows me like his workout routine, but like oh, you don't want to go to the gym with a good-looking guy. You want to go with the guy who's like you know Mr. Flub, right? Yeah, you would look good next to him. So his like his whole thing is like a bunch of repetitions instead of like you know heavy weights. So he basically he, it ends up with me doing like the bar without any weights on it whatsoever. Forty six pound bar, yeah, right, yeah, like the thing that like the girls do like five times. But like then it gets to the point where anyone walking in, they didn't know I just lifted this fucking bar like one hundred and twenty times. Like right. it was actually like forty. But like so there I am like struggling with this empty naked bar that any child could pick up. And, and your, like, your arms are like, uneven, right? Yeah, putting you with the bar. Yeah, he's putting like his two little fingers underneath to help me up and giving me inspirational like advice. Is, is he saying shit? He's like, life life begins right outside of your comfort zone, Adam. He's like, I'm barely even helping you. You got this all on your own. All 22 pounds of this fucking bar. And inside his head, he's just laughing. Yeah. Laughing. And he's like, I'm so good looking. Yeah. And this guy's having such a problem with the bar. It's so weak and out of weight. Mm. Out of weight. Out of weight. That's, that's a whole... It's all right. Adam, your speech has been like you. Every other time you've been on the show, it's been great, but you really. Words are coming out that don't make sense. (laughs) I like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I like to thank Adam Albright, Anna. Thank you. Buck Perez. Good offense. 